1: and podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
0: Correspondent Stephen Portnoy joining us live from Washington on the Trocare College live line here on WBEN. Uh, Bipartisan Senate negotiators released the outline of their immigration bill last evening. Stephen, how did it go over?
1: Well, as you'd expect, uh, and we've been talking about this for months now, conservatives opposed the talks. They oppose now what they see in the text. Uh, The Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, said it's worse than he expected and it won't get a vote in his chamber. The first vote for this is in the Senate on Wednesday. A test vote needs 60 votes to move forward. But the bill has critics on the left and on the right. Uh, Conservatives say the measures in it aren't nearly tough enough. Liberals complain it would make it harder for migrants to claim asylum. Uh, It would include nothing, no protections for the millions of people who've been seeking a path to citizenship. Millions here illegally who have been for years. And critics, uh, despite that, falsely this morning, label it an amnesty bill. It does not include any path to citizenship for those who are here illegally. There's no amnesty. But uh, it would um, set up a situation where it would be harder, somewhat harder, for people to claim asylum. And uh, the, the Republicans who've been working to craft this, namely Jim Lankford of Oklahoma, say that the status quo allows for thousands of people to present themselves either at ports of entry or, you know, slipping through the border fence or wall and claiming that they have rights under the United States law to be protected from persecution from wherever they came. And under current law, Lankford says, uh, there's nothing that can be done, that these people through the Biden administration have been allowed to settle in the country, handed a piece of paper that says that they're supposed to report for a hearing in five to seven years and Langford says this is a key opportunity to reform that and have expanded detention facilities so that people would be processed there on the border, their claims would be more swiftly reviewed, the standard for asylum would be higher, and so Langford believes that this would lead to more people being sent out of the country and faster. But, as I say, the conservatives in the House particularly last year passed a bill, HR two, that says that the asylum system should be completely revamped, that this uh, idea that people can come to the country and claim that they have rights under US law or international law is not how it ought to go, and that uh, this idea that you can schedule an appointment on an app uh, and, and be granted certain permissions and rights, uh, they say that that has to go too. So there's, there's, uh, this was the subject of months of compromise in the Senate, and it might just be the best compromise that can be reached in today's Congress. But it's not about to become law because the House Speaker says it won't get a vote in his chamber.
0: Yeah, uh, I was going to say, will it even come up in the Senate?
1: That's a good question. Because with opponents on both sides and with conservatives now ramping up their opposition, you have the former president uh, who says that this would be a terrible mistake for Republicans to get behind it, Jim Lankford in Oklahoma coming under intense criticism from members of his own party in his home state. And you have to wonder whether it will achieve the 60 votes necessary. It it might, probably will. We'll have to see.
0: What about a standalone bill to provide aid to Israel?
1: Ah, yes. Remember, this is a foreign aid bill with policy provisions on the border inside it. it. The House is moving forward this week with a standalone aid bill for Israel. Last year, the House passed a $14 billion bill for Israel, but it came with strings attached, strings that Democrats saw as a poison pill. It was paid for with IRS enforcement money. This is a clean bill. In theory, Democrats would want to support that. But now you have a dynamic where Democrats say that uh, there ought to be strings attached to aid for Israel because of the ongoing war against Hamas in Gaza. Democrats say it's gone too far, and they want more money for humanitarian aid for the Gazans. They want uh, perhaps more strings attached. So we'll have to see. But if the House were to pass a standalone aid bill for Israel, that could be, could be, A vehicle for a House-Senate conference where the two bodies would work out their differences. And maybe that is a vehicle for some of this to become law.
0: All right. And then what about Ukraine and Taiwan?
1: Well, those are key questions. I mean, the House has no plans right now to act on aid for Ukraine. And this bill contains nearly half of the $118 billion in the spending would go to Ukraine. And that is a problem for House Republicans. And the, the idea of border provisions was supposed to be a sweetener because the argument was that we shouldn't be sending money to pr- protect Ukraine's border with Russia without money going to protect the United States border with Mexico. And so Democrats embarked on the, these negotiations and, and made concessions that they otherwise never would have. Uh, It it has created a dynamic now where liberals are are upset with the president for agreeing to things that they believe he shouldn't have agreed to. There's nothing in this bill, despite the idea that critics call it amnesty, it's not an amnesty bill. There's nothing in this bill that grants legal status to the millions of people who are here illegally. There's nothing that puts them on a path to citizenship, that's for sure. And so, um, you know, liberals say, well, path to citizenship was always supposed to be what was the end goal for them of immigration reform. This is not that. And so, again, critics on the left, critics on the right. It is a delicate compromise that took months to craft, and it may be all for naught.
0: Wow. And then in the meantime, the House expected to move on the impeachment of the Homeland Security Secretary.
1: Also expected to happen this week.
0: All right. Stephen, thank you for the update. Uh, We'll continue to follow this. Uh, Stephen Portnoy, joining us live this morning from the nation's capital.